Tony, and of course, all the listeners out there, you probably know that we present this podcast without episode numbering. That a long time ago, when I started this thing, I just decided to put dates on it instead of numbers. So I have really often lost track of of how far along we are. And it wasn't until recently uh, that I was responding to an email from our friends over at the Loose Center about the uh, Loose Listening Party episodes that we've done. They were asking for some subscriber numbers. So I logged into our, our dashboard that shows us some of those statistics and discovered that it had indexed 199 episodes. 199? Yes, exactly. 199 episodes, which made me realize that the next episode, which is the one that you're listening to right now, is in fact the 200th episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. 200. <laughs> Paul, my my response to discovering and sharing this info is that... I appreciate that one of us is willing to look backward. I only ever look forward. I just always think about, uh, oh God, that went terribly. What's the next thing? You know, exactly. Yeah, always, always trying to improve. So I dug up a bunch of interesting uh, statistics and historical data about the podcast, and we'll share that with you right after we kick things off with the first song on this 200th episode. This is Annie Stokes here on Hometown Sounds.
Happy New Year from Hometown Sounds. I'm Tony Pareco. I'm Paul Vodra. And that was Annie Stokes with a track called Real Good. And uh, I, I totally bumped this song to the top of our list in part because like the lyrical content is uh, a list of things that people say they're going to work on. And she writes that Real Good is an anthem for folks who are trying their best. And that's, uh, you know, that's what New Year's is all about is uh, the time when you are, are trying your best. What else do we know about this track, Paul? Uh, well, we know that the track was arranged and produced by Annie and her husband, Will Berger, who is also of the band Pleasure Train. Uh, which is a really fun band that I hope to see again live someday soon. Annie also has a a pretty lively blog that she maintains on her own website and not on like a social media platform like everybody else does. So props to her for that. And uh, she has a a big post about some of the writing sessions that she's done for the new songs she's going to be releasing. And uh, we want to have a little dramatic recreation of of, uh, one of the little bits in the blog that she mentions about this particular song. She says that uh, the writing sessions with her husband, Will, usually go something like this. Me, here are the chords. Okay, so this is an E flat. Okay, I'm using a capo because I am trash. It's okay. So so instead, all we're going to do is we're going to tune you down half a step, and you're going to sound cool like Weezer. We've totally got this. <laughs> uh, cries. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I love hearing when... Uh, you know, a musical partnership uh, is good at different parts of the music stuff. Totally, totally. Paul, what's been going on with you? I want, I want to actually, what I've been thinking about and thinking about asking you, Paul, is what did you get for Christmas? You know, I will say that some of the gifts that people have intended to give me have uh, gone awry with the uh, postal delivery services. Oh, really? You've, uh, you're waiting on some stuff. Yeah, some stuff has gone astray. Hopefully it will reappear. But I will say that one of my favorite gifts that I got this year was it really it's I think it's been around for a while and it's an absolute no-brainer why nobody got me this before. A fidget cube. Are you familiar with the fidget cube? You've told me that you appreciate fidgeting. I I need it. I always have to have like a a pen cap that I'm, you know, doing and undoing uh Thumb drives, you know, the clicking and unclicking, constantly doing that. Drives everybody crazy. Okay, so what is a fidget cube and how does it function? At face value, I'm just thinking of like a cube that you hold and you just you run around in your hand. (laughs) So basically, this cube has like a different little widget on each side that does nothing but flip around. So one side's got like five little buttons that you can push and they feel really satisfying. And one side has a little sort of a dial that you can just dial over and over again. And one side has a switch that you can switch from left to right. And one side has um, like a little ball bearing and some little, uh, little nobbins. And uh, it's, it, it doesn't do anything, but it feels like it should do something. It feels like it's doing some magic. So it feels like you're always up to something. Exactly. And it's very satisfying. Cool. So what about you, man? What did you get? Okay, so, uh, oh gosh, I have some fun things to report. One amazing gift I got is I received a a onesie. Oh my. And Paul, I do sincerely promise that I'll never make a doozy of a twosie in my onesie. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That's brilliant. I got a real sharp looking, big, puffy, white coat. uh, And it's got like like a furry hood. So that's uh that's real neat. 
so between the onesie and the new coat, I've got a, I've got my photos lined up for the next, <laughs> next couple episodes at least. Right on. So what, what was kind of funny about my Christmas presents is that, uh, I received a box from my dad and stepmom and I tore off the wrapping paper and it was an Utz chips box that you would buy at Costco with like six different kinds of chips in it. Oh, that sounds delicious. And I I was kind of confused. I thought that they actually bought me a big box of chips. <laughs> so I I just said uh before I dug in anymore, I just said uh I think I'm uh I think I'm gonna be in good shape for a little while. <laughs> there you go. And then I opened it and then and then there were these clothes gifts and like <laughs> so that was uh real funny and embarrassing and just you know, silly for everyone. <laughs> Can't ever trust the boxes. Paul, can I share one more holiday item with you? Yeah, do it, man. All right. So uh, I want to share a, a holiday tweet in which comedian Graham Clark wrote, disappoint a child by giving them baby yogurt this holiday. <laughs> God. So it's no longer a spoiler that baby Yoda's name is Grogu. Yep. So, I mean, the the product of Grogurt just produces itself, in my opinion. Of course. And that I hope that we're heading towards Baby Yoda Grogu Grogurt. <laughs> oh, God. It's just natural branding. Natural. Yep. Also, I, I think I've come up with a new theater vocal warm-up. Baby Yoda Grogu Grogurt. Oh, God. Baby Yoda Grogu Grogurt. Anyway, enough holiday Star Wars silliness. Paul, so before we started this week's song, you said that you you dug up some more uh, data and analytics about uh, the origins of our of our humble podcast. Yeah, you know, not only with this past year being, you know, as you said, Blur's Day, but but also just the last nine years or so, uh, I you forget about a lot of things. So this being our two hundredth episode, did a little digging around in the archives. So. Some may know that Hometown Sound started as an internet radio station that played DC music of all kinds of genres 24-7. Paul, can I ask you, was the concept of an internet radio station sort of in vogue at the time? What led you to that conceptualization, that initial conceptualization? I was and still am a very big fan of a website called SomaFM.com, which has internet radio stations for a bunch of different genres and, and moods. Uh, I think it was perhaps a little bit more prominent at the time, kind of before everybody started doing Spotify and other streaming services to listen to their music, which seems to kind of be what most people do nowadays. So uh, yeah, I just had this idea of of having a, a single station that you could just tune into 24-7, just playing a mix of DC stuff. That was the original idea. Did you listen to like any other internet radio stations at that time? I was also a fan of some college radio stations that did streaming online, uh, most prominently KZSU Stanford, uh, where you know you would tune in at any point in the day and you'd hear a different college kid or member of the community playing whatever music they wanted to hear. So I realized that I could cut into my stream and kind of be my own live DJ and you know have a little live set where I, I spun some tracks. And I realized I could just record that and then put that out as a podcast. So the first one 
was on July 8th, 2012. And it was just marked live broadcast for July 8th, 2012. And I played 13 songs in that episode all by myself. How much talking? There was not as much talking because, you know, it, it, it's a lot less when you just have one person. Uh, you don't have, I didn't want to have a conversation with myself so much. I wanted to just talk about the music. But uh, I, I did that for a while. I actually, according to my math, did 22 episodes on my own. And then the first appearance of Tony on the podcast was on May 20th, 2013, alongside Mark McInerney of the band ROM. And I saw this number that you did 22 episodes on your own. Yeah. And to me, when I look back on it, I feel like I listened to like five episodes and I thought I was in. (laughs) (laughs) I did a bunch. (laughs) Yeah. I remember first listening to the podcast and being both surprised and not surprised at the same time that there would be a podcast for about DC music. And I loved it. But 22 episodes, I had no idea, Paul. So I was a listener for a period of time before we came together to do this thing. That's, I love it. I love that. So, so great. So we then, after Tony was uh, a guest star, he just almost immediately became a second host and then producer. And we did a couple of episodes on our own in early 2014. I remember those two. They were weird experiments. Yeah. I think it confirmed that, that this show works best when we uh, do it together. And uh, one thing that we have tried to put alongside every episode these days is a photo. And I looked back and the first photo that we included was on April 21st, 2015, when Gabe Fry of the Mean Ideas and the NRIs made us, quote, fancy breakfast. I looked forward to this so hard, and I looked back on it so fondly. I know. It's delicious. It's so much fun. And uh, the episodes after that, we had guests. Like 2015 was a big year for guests for us. So the next two episodes had Alex Vans and Sam McCormley, and we had photos with them. And then after that, we said, you know, let's just keep doing these photos. And they were here to stay. I remember an early one of getting a photo out in a parking lot in front of a tree you and me and that i photoshopped the charmander (laughs) onto the photo and actually i this was before at least a couple of years before pokemon go (laughs) so i kind of feel like i predict pokemon go oh yes of course uh yeah and and of course uh nobody else does the art for us it's just me and tony and we are not photoshop wizards so (laughs) it's a bit rough sometimes but we love it anyway And I listened to a little bit of the audio and man, we are a lot better now. Yeah. If you've listened to the show for a long time, yeah, we really know what we're doing now, right? (laughs) We have much better microphones. We have better audio software. We're just, we're just better. Totally, totally. Should we play the next song on this week's podcast, Paul? We should because the next song is by Shamans of Sound.
That song was called District Vibes by Shamans of Sound. Uh, I can really get behind the title of that song. Uh, we have featured Shamans of Sound before on this podcast back in November of 2019 with the track In Search of a Homeland. This is a brand new single from Shamans of Sound that you could pick up on their Bandcamp. It also features a remix by Thunderball, which is a really, really uh, awesome remix. Almost, almost picked that one. They wanted to give you the original. They started working on this tune before the quarantine period, and I finished it remotely during lockdown. So major props for that. And the vocals on this track come from Sleepwalker. He has performed with many other DC artists during his career, such as Inkwell and The Free Word, The Fifth, and CI. Sleepwalker is known as an expert at working a crowd and building energy. And the other part of this story is that Sleepwalker is also legally blind. So his performance of getting folks all into things sounds like a really incredible thing to see. It's fantastic. That is definitely yet another band that I am desperate to see live someday soon. And I will say that that song actually, I mean, props to the production of, I felt like I was listening to a live band just with all the different reverbs and stuff. It felt like you're seeing a band perform at a club and it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Paul, I want to tell you about a tweet I saw the other day. Yeah. So in the tweet was a picture of a Roomba robot vacuum atop a Ouija board floor rug. 
and the user captioned the photo saying, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, no. (laughs) So somewhat relatedly on the subject of tech intersecting with the paranormal, I recently watched the movie Host, which is a horror movie that is set in a Zoom meeting. So in the movie, a group of friends hire a medium to perform a seance for them via Zoom, and then things take a demonic turn. Yeah, I've heard that this is a very good movie. How would you rate it? Uh, How I'd rate it, you know, I thought things were going to be a little more twisted than they were. Mm. That's all. Like, maybe I wasn't in the best of moods that evening. I, I, I actually, I mean, to me, it sort of felt like I was watching paranormal activity on in like a zoom meeting i guess and i I thought there might be another twist or two that's it like that maybe one of the people one of the friends was the demon or something oops sorry (laughs) uh but uh also this was a one thing i did something i haven't done in a while and and that is that i rented the movie for three bucks yep you know and uh gosh it's so i mean cool somebody makes the distinctions that you have to pay more for this content right now so that's my recap and rating of host but uh i'd like to help everyone else consume some more great new dc music who's next on the show paul next up is the crowd scene surrounded by ventriloquists
That was the crowd scene with a track called Records You Love the Most. The crowd scene plays the music of Graham Davies. Graham wrote in to let us know that he and the band have been Hometown Sounds fans for ages now and that they're excited to share news about their new record, South Circular. It came out on December 3rd. You can buy it for 7 bucks on their Bandcamp page. I like this album a lot, a lot, a lot. There's a straightforwardness and courageousness in the songwriting of confronting things head on that I really admire, along with really, really, really smart pop rock arrangements. I also picked this song specifically because of the audio mixing and production of how the various guitar parts bounce back and forth between your left and right headphones. I think it's something that's cool that grabs your attention. I must say I was listening to this album and like there's there's a lot of good songs on it that sound pretty different and there wasn't like one song that I heard and was like oh yep that's the song that's the best song let's play that song it was just it was it was I'm glad you picked one cuz I was having a hard time picking one Yep what's next on this week's show Paul Next up is No One's Fear Never mind the breathing the
That song was called Bad Behavior by No One Sphere. Do you know who No One Sphere is? It's Dave Mann. Dave Mann is most well known as the frontman of a band called Mittenfields from a few years ago. And he has also been in many, many other bands. No One Sphere is his new solo project. So what I absolutely love and admire about Dave Mann is that I think of him as a 21st century romantic. Oh, Someone always just putting their truth out there. And I think that really comes across in his music, too. And this is... I just love this bit of trivia right here. This song also features Jared Nikolai. Oh, my God, my favorite. He just keeps turning up on this podcast over and over and over again. We love that guy. He's in Astrovia, my new mixtape, Franklin Gotham, Suburban Hermit. I mean, we just can't get away from him, and nor do we want to. Uh, This song came out on Christmas Eve. It is a Name Your Own Price download on Bandcamp. We last featured No One Sphere on the podcast in August of 2018 with their debut single, Pictures in My Room. And I also did a little bit more digging. And Dave Mann was the very first guest on this podcast before even Tony came along. How did you record it? (laughs) We might have recorded it in my basement room with one microphone. Oh, so it was live. It was live. Yeah. That, you know, that was back in the day when we could get together with other people in the same room. And uh, I think I had one microphone. So he came over and picked out some songs and I would ask him a question in the mic and then I'd step away and then he would answer the question into the same microphone. What's so crazy is it was just like, it was just a couple hundred bucks he needed to spend to not have to do that. <laughs> I know, but what I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think about how I would get a guest on a podcast like this. So, yeah, it was it was fun. That was way back in his music festival days in September of 2012. You know, I really have to give it up to to Dave Mann for I think that that's sort of how you and I met in person. Actually. Yeah. Which was you saw me perform in a band at a uh Dave Mann music festival event. <laughs> oh god, that's right. Wow. Yeah. He's he's one of those guys that uh, he just naturally has a, a very large web of connections to people. He's just one of those magic people that knows a lot of people and can connect you with anybody. And and uh, his new music coming out is fantastic. Love it. Uh, I know he's uh, working with a producer over in Italy now, which is crazy, uh, and, and making a bunch of new songs. And I'm very excited to hear them all. So please, you know, head over to that band camp if that song tickled your fancy and uh, click the follow button. You'll get some more of that in your life. Do it. Do it. Paul, let's keep the show moving here in 2021. 2021. Oh my God. Next up is Prowse the Testament. Insight, no begging pardons. Too close, son. Head for stardom. 
famous. Secure and stay cool, empty out pockets, TSAU. Simply off for profit, yeah, we stay true, but this polygraph just broke on the table. Don't lie to me. And you got forewarned, eyes open, clockwork orange. Wood. I heard some imbeciles speaking in interviews, using some mythical terms, hmm, so unoriginal, how predictable, hence the reason the name is biblical, it's criminal, they hold style, it's fictional, they xenophobe, getting bit in the middle, I'm making pivotal printables, huh? they trying to climb the charts, I'm hitting the pinnacle, maybe I shouldn't be so cynical, they lack the vitamins and minerals, enzymes and the chemicals, who I offended, description isn't so minimal I speak at intervals, freaking and lose The pen is clinical, making more deliverables Than Amazon and genitals, huh? But all they seem to hear is a bunch of syllables It's difficult to understand the world of principles Or acknowledge I was made in the image on Pacifical uh, Respect the artist's individual One nation under the goddess indivisible The mother always prevails over evil A bunch of frauds afraid to give props to females And that's cause the devil's getting lost up in the details or maybe lines has gotten crossed over emails huh. Well, push me to the limits, get my feelings in it I'm doing key girls, they making it rain, I make it retail They hoping she fell, but that's just some details So I rebuild till it tip scales and it derails I'm leading the guild, check the gills I learn to breathe underwater and drill And now I'm ordered to ill, out of water to skill Press play, they just recorded the real These verses got inertia, but there's more verbs to spill It's a kill or be killed, no free wills or cheap thrills Local supporters like the so overboard as I'm getting filled I won't stop until I hit a trillion See it ain't the cats that's fly They just fill with helium Say La pena Cha vencida Pensé Hallar un camino That song was called Bang Bang by Prowess the Testament. This track heavily features Artemis, one of our favorite rappers who guest hosted this podcast back in June. And one of the songs he picked was by Cat's Eye to the Cosmos. And that song featured Prowess the Testament. And now here's Prowess back again. This song is a featured single from Prowess the Testament's new album, A Tale of Two Masters, which came out on December 18th. You can buy it now on her Bandcamp page. And I was, I, I saw the, the producer of this track. And when you, it's one of those things when you read it visually, you don't get it. And then I said it aloud and I got it. So the, the, the person's name is Tech Nalo G. So it's three words Tech Nalo G. So there you go. Prowess writes about this song. She says, listen, this was inspired by Cam Newton and the general discourse around female artistry, particularly under the hip hop lens. Any questions, send them to me and let's talk about them. And if you need a little bit of live music back in your life, you can head over to Prowess the Testament social media feeds to find a link to her recent live performance at the Winter Concert Series hosted by Words, Beats, and Life Incorporated. It's on YouTube and it's a whole like hour long performance, which is fantastic because this stuff, I mean... Some lyrical fire here. There's, you know, really dense stuff. And to see it live is amazing because there's just a lot that goes on with it. Very, very technical. And uh, it's an amazing performance. So uh, when times are better, 
I recommend checking her out live in person. It's an amazing performance. Cool. Who's next on this week's podcast, Paul? Next up is Venray. The fun never sets on that one, don't it, Paul? <laughs> that song is called Flowers. It's by Venray. It's the leadoff track from their new EP called 2020. Uh, we are big fans of the duo Venray. And I got to say, so that part in the song that's about one minute and 17 seconds into a two minute and 17 second long song where uh, the drums kick out and it's just the hand claps and the bass solo, that part is why... There are seven songs on this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast because I love that part of the song so much. And I, I just had to I had to put include it in this week's show. It was so good. This whole EP is fantastic. It came out on December 4th. You can buy it now on their Bandcamp page for $4. And they did a really cool interview with a website called Idiotech, I-D-I-O-T-E-Q, uh, where they gave a little commentary on each song and some teases for what they've got coming up in the future including they started a new label called Orphan Glove Records to release some collaborations that they've been working on during this lull in live music. And uh, speaking of live music, they were also a part of Backed Stages, which was an online music festival put on by the organizers of the Breaking Even Fest to support the Save Our Stages initiative to keep live music venues from all folding during this craziness. So they did a not Venray, but this whole festival was nearly three hours with tons of bands. It's up on YouTube, uh, available for streaming whenever you want. 
So go check that out and enjoy some real rocking music. Totally, totally. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening to it. If you are not already, please subscribe to this podcast in your podcast app of choice. You can find it anywhere at Hometown Sounds. We're in like Spotify and SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, of course, and everywhere you can look. Uh, we have a website. It's hometownsoundsdc.com. Our email address is dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. Please keep sending us your music. And of course, we're also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hometown Sounds. But really, of course, the important thing is to support all of the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And uh, thinking about how you're going to see them play live soonish, Which is what I do all the time. We have one last song for you on this episode of the podcast. This is Andrew Toy with a song called Sneaking Suspicions. And okay, man, what you're about to hear, I don't think I've ever heard tracks quite like this. This is really, really cool. It's uh, kind of post-rock. It's kind of electronic. And thrown all together, it just feels like the future, man. Andrew Torrey uses percussion as a starting point for composition and sonic exploration. In the studio and on stage, Andrew twists, distorts, and rearranges the sound of the drums beyond recognition to create soundscapes that are both intense and atmospheric. By reimagining instrument roles and creative processes, Andrew has crafted a sound that blends post-rock, minimalism, world, and electronica with the energy and spontaneity that is best represented by live drums. Thank you all so much for listening for 200 episodes. Thank you, Mr. Tony. Thank you, Mr. Paul. We will see you all next time.